Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Off the Dome podcast. This is Baller Nation, episode 27 today. I haven't dropped a podcast in like, I don't know, like a month, but that's just because school sucks and it gets in the way of everything. Um, but whatever, we're, we're back here. I got one more week of practicum left, which I think is should be a pretty easy week. And I'll put, I'm going to drop, well, obviously this one here and then one more after the playing tournament um, with hopefully a guest on that one. But yeah, anyway, today, the play-in tournament, first year it's happening. I mean, last year there was like a play-in game sort of thing. It was weird. Um, but there's a tournament this year, and it's, it's good. There's going to be, what, four, six games. And the Spurs are in it. I got a rep to set. San Antonio. This is my Kawhi Leonard jersey, but that's because the DeMar DeRozan jersey is just bad luck because it's DeMar DeRozan, who I fuck with, but... I mean, Kawhi, Kawhi gave us a ring. DeMar will not, has not. Um, so, yeah, I'll be talking about the play-in tournament today. Uh, holy shit, there's a lot of stuff that can go down. I want to talk about Stephen Curry. I want to talk about LeBron James. I also want to talk about J. Cole. Shout out J. Cole. Uh, he's, he's fucking sick. He takes no L's. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. And then hopefully, like I said, uh, hopefully we get a guest on after the playing tournament and right before the season or the, the playoffs start uh, where I will be going through my entire playoff predictions. Um, last year, they were ass. I mean, they were tr- they were terrible. I didn't get a sec- I didn't get a sec. I, like, the four teams that were in the conference finals, I didn't predict any of them to be in the conference finals. I predicted the Houston Rockets to win the championship. All right, so that's sort of the, I it, I will be able to beat what I did last year, hopefully. I don't know, though. Um, but yeah, this summer's going to be fucking sick. I ain't going to lie about it. All right, off the dome, baby. Here we go. What will happen in the playing tournament? I'm going to give you all my predictions. Um, first up, I'll start with the Eastern Conference because those games are happening uh, first. I think they're happening tomorrow when I'm recording this. Uh, they'll be happening the night. They, they're happening Tuesday night, all right? I think I'm posting this Tuesday, so who fucking knows? Um, Eastern Conference, the 10 seed Pacers versus, or sorry, the the 9 seed Pacers versus the 10 seed Hornets. This, I mean, two teams that honestly, if we're, I mean, I I think if we're all being honest here, we don't really want to see these teams in the playoffs unless you're a big Lamella ball dick rider. So, I mean, ESPN would love to see the Hornets in the playoffs, but like anybody not other than the owners of, mainstream social media companies don't want to see the Hornets in the playoffs because like honestly bro Boston and Washington it I'm telling y'all if Washington beats the Boston Celtics and and Boston goes and becomes the eighth seed the Eastern Conference first round is going to be hype as shit all right I'm gonna tell you right now so that's my prediction I, I think I'll take the Washington Wizards over the Boston Celtics. I think Washington's playing a lot better right now. Boston uh, has a lot more injuries. But he and here 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 is the first round of the Eastern Conference right now. If the Washington Wizards get the 7 seed and the Celtics fall to 
fall to the eighth seed. It's pretty much the perfect first round. We could not ask for a better first round matchups. We'd get Philadelphia versus Boston. Two fan bases, toxic as fuck. Uh, two teams do not like each other. A lot of history in those teams. Then we get Brooklyn versus the Washington Wizards. We get Russell Westbrook versus Kevin Durant. That's going to be a hype series. Brooklyn will probably wipe the floor with Washington, but I could see Washington kind of like how the Clippers back in 2018, I think it was, against the Warriors in the first round. Washington might get one or two games, um, make a series a bit interesting. Miami versus, Miami versus Milwaukee, we already know what's going to happen. Uh, we already know that that's a series is going to happen. That was a, that's going to be a rematch of what happened last year, and then two very young teams, two teams that we didn't think were going to do this good. Uh, New York Knicks versus the Atlanta Hawks. That's the perfect playoffs. That's the perfect first round in the Eastern Conference. I'm hyped for that shit. Hyped as fuck for that shit, and that would set up a second round between the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks. And, and like I'm going to get into more of my playoff predictions in my next episode of the podcast or maybe in, even in a YouTube video. But Philadelphia, as things stand, they look like they have a free pass to the conference finals. That, that's sort of what it looks like right now. As, things, as the playoff picture stands, the 76ers, as much as everyone likes to shit on them, they're a very good team, very good defensive team, led by Joel Embiid, who is dominant as fuck. And they seem to have a clear path. I can't see anybody beating them other than the Nets and Bucks, who are the two and three seed. And they would be playing the second round of the playoffs against each other, meaning Philadelphia. I mean, shit, who they got to beat? The Knicks? The Hawks? They can beat those teams. I think so. Um, so, yeah, that, that's Boston versus Washington. I'll take the Washington Wizards to beat the Celtics. And then the Pacers versus Hornets. I'll take Indiana. I think Indiana is a better team. I don't think it's going to matter, though, because I think the Celtics will beat the Pacers in the eight, uh, in, in, for the 8th seed. So I think the Wizards will finish with the 7th seed. The Celtics will finish with the 8th seed. Moving on to the Western Conference. That, that's all in the East. In the Western Conference, uh, we, we got it. We got the matchup. We got the matchup we all wanted to see. LeBron versus Steph Curry. We got it. It's here. It is finally here. Whoever came up with the idea of the playing game right now must be just chilling out laughing because hey he gave us or she gave us or they gave us lebron versus steph in a playing game i mean this is a big game right here all right for the seventh seed i feel bad for the jazz and the suns i think i'm gonna be bold here i think golden state wins this game i think the warriors win this game and then the the grizzlies will beat the spurs in the eight in, in the eight nine or the nine ten the nine ten game and the lakers will beat the grizzlies I think the Warriors will win this game, and I think the Lakers honestly won't care too much. I think Golden State gets a seventh seed, Be, and I think the Lakers, I'm not going to say the Lakers are going to like purposely try to lose against the Warriors, but I think the Lakers, if they were to lose, because honestly, I can see the game going either way. I don't care. I'm picking the Warriors, but if the Lakers were to lose against the Warriors in the play-in game, I think they wouldn't really give a fuck because the Lakers get the eighth seed. I give them a much better chance against Utah Jazz than I do against the Phoenix Suns. And that's got a lot to do with Donovan Mitchell. Fully healthy Utah would probably crush the Lakers right now. Just given Los Angeles's injuries, LeBron's looking good right now, but he's kind of coming off an injury. AD, same sort of thing. The Jazz, fully healthy, would crush the Lakers right, like right now, in my opinion. And that's a little bit why I was disappointed when... when 
I was kind of cheering for the Clippers to get the three seed and the Lakers get the six seed because I don't like the Lakers. I want to see the Lakers go up against the Clippers, who I think that's going to be their toughest matchup out of any team in the playoffs. Lakers-Clippers first round. Get the Lakers when they're weak. Get the Lakers when they're tied because the Lakers, I think they could get the, I think the Lakers are going to win the first round. Whether that be against the Jazz, whether that be against the Suns, I think the Lakers get through the first round and they get through one round. They're going to get through another and another. And before you know it, LeBron going to be in like his, what, his 11th finals? Holy shit, that sounds crazy to say. Um, and that's just the way this team works because right now they're at their weakest. In a month from now, they're going to be at their peak. So, I mean, shit. The, whoever's play, taking on the Lakers right now, whoever takes the Lakers on in the first round has the best chance of beating them in the playoffs unless they fall against the Brooklyn Nets in the finals. Where, I mean, it's the fucking Brooklyn Nets. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's the Western Conference in there. Uh, so, pretty much to sum it up, I think when the play-in tournaments are all done, when the, when the play-in games are all done, I think in the Eastern Conference, the Wizards will have the seven seed. The Celtics will have the eight seed. The Golden State Warriors in the West will have the seven seed. And the Lakers will take the eight seed. And I think the Lakers will be perfectly fine with playing the Utah Jazz in the first round. Because... Utah might doesn't really match up well against the Lakers, and they don't have their boy Donovan Mitchell. Even if they do have him, he's not going to be at 100% like he would. I mean, that's the thing with fucking injuries, man. Injuries just ruined um, a lot of the season. A lot of teams this season got hit hard by injuries. Um, and I'm, I'm so excited for the playoffs, though, because we're looking at the matchups. I already went over the matchups in the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference has perfect matchups. The Western Conference... I mean, we do get to see the the the, the Clippers versus Mavericks rematch. That's gonna be hype. The Nuggets versus Portland Trailblazers. That's a that's a rematch from a from a series. I'm not sure if y'all remember this from two years ago or th- was it three years ago? Um, that went seven games. That had a 4 OT game when Rodney Hood hit a big dagger. Nikola Jokic played like 63 minutes or some shit like that. Um, crazy game. Um, and it featured. CJ McCollum had a game seven chase down block. LeBron James asked as well in that series. That was a CJ McCollum series. I mean, Damian Lillard was was nice, but CJ carried the Blazers through that series. That was one of the greatest series of the decade, 100%. Seven games, seven thrilling games, um, 4 OT, chase down. I mean, it, it had everything, honestly. We got a rematch of that, which, which I mean, that, that's, a, that's, a nice, that's gonna be nice. Um, but like, like I said, I'd rather see the Clippers and Lakers in the first round. Um, the Nuggets Mavericks would have been nice in the first round too. I, I would like that just because I'm interested to see how those two, how those two teams would match up. And then the way I'm predicting it, the Phoenix Suns will take on the Golden State Warriors. I think Phoenix should win that series. I mean, they are the better team, but shit, it's Stephen Curry. I mean, it's Stephen. I want to I want to talk about Curry a little bit because. St- Stephen Curry, I, like, I don't really know how to begin on this topic of Steph Curry. Stephen Curry is cracked at basketball. He is the most skilled point guard in NBA history, without a doubt. He's probably a top five most skilled player in NBA history, without a doubt. One of the most unanimous opinions amongst the NBA community is who is the greatest three-point shooter of all time? Who is the greatest shooter of all time? Everybody knows it's Stephen Curry. There is no debate to be had. It's crazy how... The NBA community, we seem to not be able to agree upon anything unanimously, except for who's the greatest shooter. That's Steph Curry. Nobody's saying Ray Allen. No one's saying Reggie. No one's saying Larry Bird. No one's saying Klay Thompson. With all the respect to all those guys, Steph Curry's a go when it comes to shooting. This motherfucker, I, it, he does it every game too, man. That's the thing with Steph. It's not like like 
it's, it's not like some other players in the NBA when you're like, yo, this guy's sick, this guy's sick, but really we're just kind of reacting to his highlights. You know what I mean? You watch the highlights, they're nice. You watch the games, it's like, all right, he misses a lot of the shots he takes. That's 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 a normal thing. That's pretty much that's 99% of the players in the NBA history. That's how it is. And with all the respect, I'm a big Kawhi Leonard fan. But Kawhi is one of those guys as well. When you're like, yo, Kawhi Leonard, you're so clutch. Kawhi Leonard, you're so sick, so sick, so sick. You watch the games though. He misses a lot of clutch shots. He misses a lot of shots. I mean, he he. But but the ones he does hit, that's the only ones people want to want to focus on. And it's like that with pretty much all the other players too. I just use Kawhi Leonard as an example there. But Steph Curry. We out here saying, yo, Steph Curry is so sick, Steph Curry is so sick, and then you go watch the games, and every fucking game, this man's out here jacking up 30-footers and hitting them. That's what the guy does. It's ridiculous. I mean, every single time this guy jacks it up, I'm like, there's no way. There's simply no way. And it goes in, I'm not even surprised. I'm just like, holy, like, <laughs> what, what the fuck are you supposed to do in that situation as a defender? I mean, like, you can't, you, you can't do shit. This man is being triple-teamed. Double teamed. It doesn't matter. I think was it Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne said that about Kobe Bryant. The Kobe Bryant song. Y'all gotta listen to that shit. The Kobe Bryant song. Double team, triple triple team. You defenders t- tickle me. Some shit like that. I dropped forty on your double team. Eighty one on another team. Steph Steph Curry just does that, bro. You can't guard the guy. You literally cannot guard Steph Curry. Um, he's cracked at basketball. It's stupid. It's stupid. And he's so fun to watch play as well, man. I mean. He's ridiculous, but I, I do want to say this one thing about Steph Curry. This might not, this kind of like a, I, do, I know it is hyped up Steph Curry a lot, but just one like kind of caveat. Quickly, I said Steph Curry's the most skilled point guard of all time. I'm not going to call him the greatest point guard of all time. Y'all got to pump the fucking brakes on this narrative that Stephen Curry is greater than Magic Johnson real quick. Pause. Hold your horses on that shit. There's no way. Like, as far as the skill goes, as far as who's better at basketball, Steph Curry, easy. But who's greater? Who's accomplished more? Who's had a better career? Is magic. It simply is. And, and, and a big thing is, I mean, championships mean a lot. Magic has five of them. Got more finals than MVPs. And Steph Curry does have three rings, but 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 everyone loves to everyone loves to say that Kevin Durant's rings don't count because that was a super team. But then turn around and say, oh, Steph Steph's do count though. That doesn't make sense. If KD's rings don't count, Steph's don't count. KD was a better player on those teams. He 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 led the he led, he led the way. He won the finals and MVPs on those teams. If KD doesn't get credit for those rings, Steph doesn't get credit for those rings. I think they should both get credit for those rings. I don't give a fuck. I don't like playing those games. It's like oh that doesn't count. Doesn't count. I think fuck it. Whatever. They both get credit for those rings. I'm just saying. As far as calling Steph Curry the greatest point guard of all time, y'all gotta pump the fucking brakes. I need. I mean, he needs to win one more. Gotta win the finals MVP probably in my opinion. Most influential player of all time, probably Steph Curry. Other than Magic, other than Michael Jordan, yeah. But greatest point guard ever? Nah, you you can't you can't do that. You can't do that. And I understand it's a very small amount of people who think that Steph Curry um, is the greatest point guard of all time, um, or I should say, very small amount of people who aren't under the age of sixteen that think that Steph Curry's the greatest point guard of all time. And that's not like I'm not trying to like I'm not shitting on you because you're young. I'm just saying like. I, I, like, when I first started watching basketball, I used to think a lot of dumb shit, too. I still do think a lot of dumb shit, though, so it doesn't fucking matter, does it? Um, LeBron James's health, I think it, that's sort of the, the next, the next thing that I wanted to mention. Uh, how, how much, how long are we in here? We're about 15 minutes in here. LeBron James, I would like to talk about LeBron. 
because this playoff run for LeBron James will be his toughest playoff run of his career. I mean, if LeBron were to win a championship in 2021, it'll be the most difficult championship run he has ever had to go on. 100%, no doubt about it, it's not even close. It's simply not close. If LeBron were to win a championship, he, I mean, not only is, will it be the toughest championship run he's ever gone on, it's going to be one of the toughest championship runs anybody's ever gone on. It just will. And I know LeBron's had some tough, he's had some tough runs, but I'm going to quickly, real quick, negate, I mean, th- th- this, this playoff run, when you, when you look at the teams that LeBron's going to have to go up against, he's going to be a 7 or 8 seed, he's going to have to go up against the Jazz or the Suns, the two best team, one of the, one, the, the two best teams in the, in, in the NBA as far as win percentage goes. All right, then he's probably going to have to go up against either the, either the Clippers or the Nuggets. If he goes up, to, if he goes up against the Clippers, that's going to be a very tough series. That's that's his biggest matchup right now, the Clippers and the Nuggets. And then whichever one the whichever one of the Jazz or Suns he didn't play in the first round, he'll probably have to play him in the Conference Finals. And again, one of the two best teams. And of course, once he gets to the finals, he's going to have to go up against probably the three-headed monster in Brooklyn or a team that somehow managed to beat the three-headed monster in Brooklyn, which would just be scary as fuck. I mean, th- this, this is the toughest run LeBron's ever going ever gonna to have to go on um, to win an NBA championship. And, I mean, you can go through the years. 2007, not, I mean, okay, he didn't win that year. Um, but you go through the years, 2012, there's no way. I mean, the Eastern Conference was, it was nice, but, I mean, come on. Like, this, this level's here. 2013, same sort of thing. I mean, he's beating good teams in the finals. 2016, same thing, where it's like, all right, he beat a really good team in the finals, but when you take the totality of the championship run and the kind of the situation that his team is in, the Eastern Conference compared to this Western Conference is not even comparable at all. And last year, probably LeBron's easiest champ- last year was probably LeBron's easiest road to a championship. LeBron honestly didn't have to go through a serious contender, I think, at all last year. I mean, genuinely, it's, it's weird as fuck to, th- to say, but I don't think that the, that the Lakers beat a serious championship contender at all in their playoff run last year, which is weird as fuck to say. And this year, LeBron's going to have to go up against probably four serious championship contenders. It's crazy. Let me, and I just want to repeat that real quick. I'm going to clip this post on TikTok because shit's facts. In my opinion, I mean, this is just the, the karma almost of the NBA. In 2020, LeBron and the Lakers... They went through four teams to get to, the, to win the NBA championship that who, in my opinion, weren't any of them going into the playoffs. None of them were real serious NBA championship contenders. No one before the playoffs was saying that the Nuggets were going to win. No one was saying Houston was going to win. No one was saying Portland was going to win. No one was saying Miami was going to win. Before the playoffs started, no one was saying that. I said Houston was going to win, but I was fucking wrong, and I'm dumb as shit for saying that. And then this year, LeBron went from, in 2020, not playing any serious playoff contenders in the playoffs to win the championship to this year where he's playing going to be probably playing four of them, which is weird as fuck. Um, that's, that's the karma of the game. And I've, I could see him doing it. I could see him doing it. I could see LeBron James running the table. Um, that's just the stuff LeBron James does. That's ghost shit right there. That's ghost shit right there. Finally, I would like to end off with J. Cole. I want to talk a little bit about, a little bit about J. Cole. Uh, this isn't anything to do with the NBA. But I think it's pretty sick, all right? In 2010, 11 years ago, uh, a man by the name of Aubrey Graham once said in one of his songs, I swear sports music is so synonymous because we want to be them and they want to be us. And that's some facts. 
Drizzy Drake said that in 2010 on a track called Thank Me Now. Banger. Ever since then, I mean, and since the dawn of time, since the dawn of especially rap music, athletes have been rapping and rappers have been, you know, they, they all have the dream of playing professional basketball. They all want to play in the NBA. J. Cole got to be the first rapper that I know of that is now playing professional ball. First, like, mainstream basketball, first, first, like, mainstream big rapper playing ball. We've seen rap, we've seen basketball players start rapping. Damian Lillard, Marvin Bagley has an album. Uh, obviously, guys like Shaq, Allen Iverson. But shout out J. Cole. What a week, bro. This, this man, J. Cole, drops an album with no skips. Just, just a straight-up banger. No skips. And then... Before, I mean, I think before that he was signed. He got signed to a to a team in Africa, a professional league, and then makes his debut like a few days later. Score. He he dropped three points, seventeen minutes. Yeah, we'll take that. We'll take that. I think he had like three boards or some shit like that too. We'll say, we'll take those numbers. But Jay Cole, man, he's one of the he he's inspirational as fuck. And like, I don't know if if any of y'all are like into Jay Cole like that. I think, I mean, everyone got to give J. Cole a chance. If you're not a big J. Cole fan, you just get into his music a little bit. Go back 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Everyone's got a song in there that they fuck with. But go back and listen to this, man. Learn a little bit about J. Cole. He's an inspirational guy. He's a very inspirational guy, and he's out there, and he's, he's living, like Drake said, in 2010. Sports and music, they're synonymous as fuck. Athletes want to be rappers, and rappers want to be athletes. J. Cole... He's fucking both of them, man. He is both of them. Big up, J. Cole. Uh, that's it. That's, that's the Off The Dome Podcast, episode 27, baby. Like I said, I'm going to see y'all probably in a few days because I'm going to drop another one where I'm predicting my entire playoff prediction, my entire playoff bracket, which we can all laugh at and make fun of. Or I might, I'm probably going to drop a podcast with a guest like that and then also make a YouTube video like that. I don't, I don't know, man. All right, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, y'all, thank you very much for listening. I'll see y'all later. Kanye West and Mike Dean. Hit him with the outro music, baby. Peace out. Let me get more volume. 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 Let me get more volume.